0: Marriages are under threat in an even more terrifying way than ever before with the introduction of cybersex and other online portals to sexually explicit material. So many people are falling prey to the lure of sexual encounters online without realizing the serious nature of such practices. We'll discuss this in more detail on the next Family Matters. Stay with us. Hi, I'm Graham Schnell for Family Matters, where we offer practical advice from Focus on the Family. Here's a question we received from a wounded wife. She asks, In the light of the words of Jesus in Matthew five twenty-seven, how does a virtual affair differ in any significant way from a real life affair? If it isn't different, does my spouse's involvement with cybersex give me grounds for divorce? I recently discovered that he's been involved in an ongoing relationship via the internet. He claims that there's nothing adulterous about this kind of activity. According to him, it's just another form of sexual fantasy. I strongly disagree. What do you think? It seems to us that you're actually wrestling with two separate issues. As we see it, there are no straightforward answers to either of these questions. It's possible that the reality of virtual sex is largely in the eye of the beholder. Some participants may approach it as a genuine interpersonal encounter with meaningful relational overtones. Others may think of it primarily as kind of a game or a high-tech form of masturbation. It's not easy to categorize these perceptions or sort out their various psychological implications. That doesn't change the fact that cyber sex, unlike pornography or masturbation, usually involves another human being. This, as we see it, is the big twist. This is where virtual sexual activity takes participants to a deeper and more troubling level. This is not a passive experience. It requires participation and interaction. To that extent, it can't help but take on a certain relational aspect. And the word adultery naturally comes to mind when one of the parties involved in such an illicit and sexually oriented relationship happens to be a married man. That leads us to the second part of the problem you've posed. You're correct to point out that Jesus equates lust in the heart with the act of adultery. What's more, he follows this up just five verses later by making allowances for divorce where extramarital sex has invaded a marriage relationship. You're also on target in supposing that what is true of mental fantasy is probably even more directly applicable in cases of virtual activity. But having said this, we feel compelled to ask, Is grounds for divorce really the point? Even if you had caught your husband in bed with another woman, we wouldn't necessarily recommend that you divorce him. Much depends on the degree to which he regrets his actions. Is he repentant and willing to change his behavior? That would make all the difference in the world. You should also find out if your spouse's involvement with cybersex is part of a larger pattern of behavior. If it is part of a bigger syndrome, There are other questions you should be raising before jumping to the conclusion that it's time to get a divorce. Have you been subjected to abuse of any kind? Is the abuse so severe that you feel as if your personal safety, and that of your children if you have any, is being compromised? If so, we'd advise that you separate from your spouse as soon as possible, but we still wouldn't be in a position to tell you whether you have legitimate grounds for divorce or not. Meanwhile, we'd encourage you to confront your husband about his unacceptable behavior. Insist that the two of you seek professional marital counseling together. It's especially important that he come to a place where he can acknowledge that cybersex is anything but innocuous. Let him know that you'll do everything in your power to heal the relationship as long as he's willing to cooperate. Talk to a trusted friend, pastor or spiritual advisor. If necessary, arrange for some kind of intervention. Focus on the family's counseling department can provide you with a list of licensed therapists practicing in your area. Please call 031-716-3300 to speak to someone or log on to safamily.co.za and click on the counseling link. Whatever you do, resist the temptation to get caught up in petty arguments about grounds for divorce. That will only cloud the real issue. This program was produced by Focus on the Family. I'm Graham Schnell, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Family Matters.